Hello everyone, my name is Oiz Asma, welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, the show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship and investments. The main aim is to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder, even with the low jet income they happen. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube and the show will be available on podcast by the morning, tomorrow morning. So don't forget to like, subscribe and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. If you're watching live, drop a one in the comments and drop a two in the comments if you are watching the recording. Today, I'll be discussing venture capital investing and how it can be applicable and maybe even accessible. I'll also share what I've learned. Quick disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor or an expert in the field. I'm merely sharing my experience of the industry. So you might be asking, why am I talking about venture capital? Well, I've met quite a few of you who started investment clubs with your friends. A lot of you started maybe with the rental properties and maybe share trading. And those seem to be the main targets for the companies. But I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about another alternative, especially if you're clubbing together and you have the funds to, to be able to, to, to get involved in, in venture capital. But anyways, let's start with how I got involved in venture capital. Because understanding the background is important and it might give you clarity to some of the decisions that I might have made. So in the last uh, decade, I guess, the government had included that Section 12J tax provision in the Income Tax Act where you could invest in a venture capital fund and write it write off your full investment for tax purposes. Uh, and that I thought was quite interesting. And I think in around 2020, they announced that they'll be removing, removing this benefit at the end of June 2021. Before that, I didn't know much about the venture capital industry. To be honest, at that stage, I didn't know the difference between uh, venture capital and private equity. Uh, uh, but because it was in the news, I started doing more research. And this is some of the things that I found out. So most at that stage, most of the venture capital opportunities were only open to those who could invest a minimum of a million rand. That's crazy. I mean, it sounds like something only for the super rich. But I started to dig a little more. As I started digging, I found that there was a few uh, funds that reduced their minimum investment to 500,000, which is still insane. I found one willing to drop to 150,000, which is very, very high. And then I finally found one venture capital company that had a minimum investment of 70,000. Now, that's not a number that I ever thought I could invest, but I managed to scrounge and save and 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 for a few months because I wanted to test it out, especially because it was a uh, investment opportunity that you wouldn't get again. Well, I mean, you'd get it, but you wouldn't get the tax benefit again. So the only way to, I suppose it's a little bit of FOMO, but I thought the only way to, feel, to learn about it is to try. And that's how I took my toe into it. Uh, for those of you who started investment clubs, these amounts might be easier for you to manage. Uh, in the last few months, I've come across a South African venture capital company that will accept a minimum of around under 20,000. I haven't tried it out for myself yet, so I'm not able to vouch for whether the process works. Uh, and again, I'm not here to convince you whether it's a good idea or not. You must do your own research. Um, if you don't believe in this, I completely understand. So for the audience, if I'll be responding to questions, uh, responding to all questions towards the end, so please add questions to the comment section now so that I don't miss them. So let's take a step back. What is venture capital investing? Venture capital is a way of raising funds 
by getting uh, for a business to get money from investors or, or investment banks and other types of financial institutions. Venture capital is, is normally monetary, but can also be managerial expertise to help a business to get started, if you're looking from an entrepreneur's point of view. But providing funding for a startup or a scale-up can be risky for investors. Because, you know, sometimes, I mean, if you're investing in the stock market, it's, it, it appears to be slightly risky. But, I mean, if you invest in venture capital, it can be risky, but can receive a huge payoff if the business is successful. For the entrepreneur, it's a great way to raise funds because you don't have to wait until you you the size of a listed company. Uh, and sometimes you can't receive a loan. So the venture capital or equity opportunity is a great way um, to, to gain funding. Interestingly, in America... Only accredited investors can invest in venture capital funds. So accredited investors are investors that either earn a, or already own a certain value of assets or earn a, a certain salary level. So um, in South Africa, we don't have that restriction. I don't know if that's luckily or unlikely. I think it's luckily because it gives us the opportunity as we are growing in our careers and we're getting to a certain point. Um, venture capital funds, I noticed, also seem to invest minority stakes in business. So like you know, between 1% to 20%. I don't even know if they get that high, but uh, never majority stakes. This allows like the entrepreneur to remain the majority shareholder and benefit uh, the most if the business succeeds. Also, there's different funding rounds that leaves opportunity for others to invest. So you might say, always, what are your concerns? Um, so I do have a few concerns, but I mean, or oh, concerns that you need to be aware about at least. Uh, venture capital firms seem to have five-year horizons, um, some longer. So you need to be willing to be without your capital for five years. And it's not a leak. It's not like the stock market where you can just sell your shares tomorrow unless you can find a seller. And that's almost like, like a property investment in, in finding a seller. It's not something you're not going to find a seller tomorrow. There has to be some, there needs to be communication. It's not something that happens in days. It's probably something that probably happens in months. Um, if you're trying to get it within, within that five years. So your money is not liquid. It's not the stock market. It's not the crypto market where you can put money in quickly and then sell quickly. The money you invest gets put into the underlying company and that company uses your money to operate and grow that business. So you at least know where your money is going in theory. If you want to sell early, you need to find a willing buyer and that can take months if it's a bad time. So you might ask the question, like, so how do I actually make money? So you, you make money through capital growth or a liquidity event. So if your company is listed on a stock, if the company is listed on a stock exchange or there's another funding round later on or the company gets bought out by a bigger company, that's how you as an investor uh, would, would make money. And I mentioned it earlier, but you might ask, what is the difference between venture capital and private equity? And there's some overlap, but in general, uh, venture capital companies invest in startups and growing businesses, and they make their money, they make their money on their growth. So uh, as the, the, the revenue grows, the engine grows, the engine's growing because the company's growing and scaling. And that's the way that's our venture, uh, that's where venture capital investors uh, normally fall in. Private equity investors normally invest in already established businesses and make them more efficient. So they don't necessarily grow the, the revenue by hugely, but they make them more efficient. So they make them more profitable. They can uh, save on, find ways to, to, to reduce costs. So they increase profits. And obviously any business, even if your revenue remains the same, if you're able to increase profits, you make the business more valuable. 
and private equity makes uh, companies more valuable through efficiencies without, without that business necessarily growing significantly. Whereas VC investments expect or invest with the aim that, that the underlying business grows significantly. Uh, I would, I suppose a sport analogy would be like a, a private equity firm help, helps someone to lose weight and improve their race times, whereas a VC firm in, uh, finds youngsters with potentials to be champions, if, that's, <laughs> if that makes any sense. You may ask, what have the returns been like? What, what have the returns been like? And that's difficult to say because I haven't been in this industry for a long time, um, just over, just under two years. And like I said, uh, the investment period is five years. The the little experience that I have, or the bit of experience that I have, is we uh, where we provide valuation. What are the valuations of our shares currently? So, uh, the growth on my initial investment has been ten percent. And my initial thought was, wow, that's low. I'm sure if you invested in the stock market at the right time, or you invested in the crypto market at the right time, your returns would be much higher. But I guess your losses would also be much worse. So in theory. If my investment can grow by 10% every year for five years, it won't be the worst thing. But we'll have to see how it goes. This is a process we're learning. I could have decided to do this, this video after five years, but I want you to learn earlier. I don't want you to wait until I've achieved uh, five years and you, you're only going to learn in five years from now. So even if it means you're learning now where I don't have all the information, I want you to learn that. So you might ask, what did I gain from from uh, investing in venture capital? So uh, a better appreciation for entrepreneurs and scale-up companies. Um, what did I lose? Access to my capital or <laughs> the ability to sell easily. Um, but what did I learn? Uh, learning about more investments and business is my favorite pastime. You might ask, and remember this discussion is just, the tip of, I just want you to learn a little bit about it. Uh, and there's lots more to learn. My favorite venture capital investing podcasts are the All In Podcast. It's a weekly podcast on YouTube and Spotify hosted by four experienced venture capitalists. They talk about the global economy, talk about venture capital, they even talk about uh, politics. And the second one that I also enjoy that I think I've mentioned before is called This Week in Startups. It's also available on YouTube and Spotify, and it, and they release episodes six times a week. So if you want to learn more about venture capital investing, that's a great place to learn. As I mentioned before, what I've explained today is the tip of the iceberg in terms of venture capital. There are different stages of funding. There's much more to learn um, before. There's so much more to learn before just handing over your hard-earned money to any investment vehicle. The, the podcast that I mentioned earlier will also help a lot. It doesn't look like there's any questions, so um, today's probably going to be a short one. But as a final message, I'm not telling you to invest in venture capital. All I'm conveying is that there's this other industry out there that you might not know about. The only way to make an informed decision on whether to invest in it or not is to learn about it. Don't just take someone else's opinion. Myself, I've also been interested in investing in general for many years. So I enjoy learning about new investment vehicles and new opportunities. If it's not something you're interested in, it might not be worth your time. And I think that's that's probably it for today. The show has been live on YouTube and should be available on podcast by latest tomorrow. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast and you feel that it's added value, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. Thank you very much for joining me for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat. Goodbye.